Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I'll be talking with you all about drawing near to God. So it can be easy for us and even myself to live mindlessly and forget that God is near. You know, I can be the one that like spends time with God in the morning, but then throughout the day, I'm just on the next thing, on the next thing, doing my errands or driving and thinking about things I need to do and forgetting that Jesus is right here with me, that in fact, he lives inside of me. And today, you know, I really feel in my heart that God wants us to remember that we need to draw near to him. And yes, God is near to us, but we will never be able to feel his presence and to acknowledge that he's with us until we choose to draw near to God. And so today, you know, I want to talk about how do we draw near to God? You know, what does it look like? And it's, you know, it's one of the things that we need to remember because Jesus makes it so clear. It's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, but it's in John 15 where Jesus says, unless you abide in me, you cannot bear fruit, right? He tells us in fact, like I am the vine and you are the branches, abide in me. And so in order for us to abide in Jesus, it will also require us to draw near to him. So recently I was reminded of this old song that maybe you know, but it's called Draw Me Close to You. And I wanna read the lyrics because as I was led to the song and was just worshiping this to the Lord, it really opened my eyes to see like, Lord, I want to draw near to you. I want to be your friend. So the song goes, draw me close to you. Never let me go. I lay it all down again to hear you say that I'm your friend. You are my desire. No one else will do because nothing else can take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find the way. Bring me back to you. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you are near. And so this song was so beautiful when I was reading, you know, the lyrics and just worshiping it to the Lord. It just reminded me that there's no one else that we would want to draw near to. And there's no one else that can replace God. You know, yes, people can show us love. Yes, people can make us happy, but they're never going to be enough. And you'll find that maybe you're in a place where you have experienced that, but we need to also remind ourselves every day because the enemy will try to entice us with, you know, the lust of the flesh, you know, desiring things of the world. But we need to remember every single day that there's nothing more beautiful than Jesus, nothing. And we have to remember every single day to lay our lives down so that we can be called a friend of God. You know, I want to share this verse here. It's in James 4.4. It says, Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. In this verse, Jesus makes it so clear that we can choose one or the other. We can't be friends with God and friends with the world. And I've, I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it so much on social media where there's mixture, you know, where we're still wanting and, and desiring the attention of the world, you know, whether it's lust, fame, um, greed, 
jealousy, whatever it is, but we still want to be friends of God. But we have to understand that we can't. There has to be a letting go of the world. That's why Jesus says, if you want to be my disciples, you must deny yourself, carry up your cross and follow me. So as we talk about drawing near to God, I want you to start allowing the Holy Spirit to examine your own heart. And maybe the Holy Spirit's already showing you what are things that you need to let go to be a friend of God, right? What are things in this world, or sorry, what are things in your heart that is worldly that you need to cut off? You know, a great prayer that I encourage you to pray is Jesus, I want to be your friend. Show me anything in my heart that is not of you. You know, because again, this verse makes it so clear that we become enemies of God when we try to be friends with the world. James 4 verse 8, so in that same chapter, it says here, Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So here we see that drawing near to God will require us to cleanse our hands, right? There's a requirement of us. And that shows us that we also need to cut off anything that is not of God. Because the reality is, yes, God is near, but He can't dwell and fellowship in us if we're still tolerating sin, if we're still in disobedience to God, right? That's why it says, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. That's why in verse 7 in James 4, right before it says, draw near to God and He will draw near to you, it says, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and He will flee from you. You know, there are times where like people have asked me personally, you know, or I just heard it a lot too, where you know, they ask, how do I get over temptation? The key is to draw near to God, to submit to God. Because when you're near and submitting yourself to God, your heart, that means that your heart has been submitted to God and it's beholding His beauty. And when you're beholding His beauty, you're not going to leave room for any desire for temptation. When you're so angry, right, for example, like let's say another example, you're really angry with someone. When you draw near to God, you're going to be filled with love because God is love. And as you're filled and rooted in His love, love is only going to pour out of you. You're going to want to forgive. You're going to want to extend mercy. And that's why it's so important that we draw near to God, that we let go of our feelings, that we let go of our flesh, that we let go of the things that is putting a, a, a wall between us and God. Right? We need to submit to God. When we submit to God, automatically you are resisting the devil. So instead of like just casting out the devil or focusing on the devil, focus on the Lord, submit to Him, focus on drawing near to God. When you turn your eyes back on God and away from whatever is distracting you from God, you will resist the devil and you will find that God is drawing near to you as you draw near to Him. In John 14, 23, Jesus says, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our homes with them. So again, we see the principle here that as we obey God, right, and love Him rightly, He will make His home with us. And so we need to do our part of drawing near to God. So I want to share five things that will help you to draw near to God. Number one is what we talked about, right? Not being friends with the world. If we want to be friends with God, we can't be friends with the things that He hates. Think about like, you know, friendship in this world, like, you know, people that you are friends with. You don't want to be friends with someone that has different values than you that are liking things that you hate that you passionately hate right so if we want to be friends with god and draw near to him we cannot be friends with the world we have to hate what he hates the second thing is not tolerating sin which still aligns you know with not being friends with the world but we also can't tolerate things 
that we know are not of God. Right, going back again to James 4, 8, it says, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And so yes, Jesus died on the cross to purify us, but now we have to actively walk in it. We have to renew our minds, right? Not tolerate sin so that we can actually have connection and fellowship with God. Number three, we need to make time with God. I love what Jeremiah 29, 13 says. Jesus says, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. But to seek God means we need to take make time, right? To seek God. We can't seek after something if we don't make time to seek after that very thing. And so we also need to make time available. And that's, you know, where it's good to set those times, the secret places, you know, the morning and the evenings, you know, I believe are, are definite times. But even find pockets throughout the day to make time for the Lord to speak. Like I mentioned before, you know, in the previous podcasts and videos, when you're driving, right, open up your ears to talk with God. You know, like, I, I don't know about you, but there's been times where like, if I'm driving far, I'll call my husband, right? I'll have a conversation with him. Let's do the same with God as we're driving. Open up a conversation with God. You are gonna allow God to draw near to you and to speak to you. Number four is listen to God in prayer. And the reason why I say listen to God is many times we can, you know, there's different types of prayer, right? We can do intercession where we're like praying things and, but we need to make sure that we're listening to God in prayer. That's the aspect that I want to talk about now is specifically listening to Him. You know, I, I love in Luke 10, Jesus talks about Mary and Martha. And He says that Mary did the one thing that is necessary, and which was sitting at His feet, listening to Him. And that's what we need to do is in prayer, right, as we're fellowshipping with God in prayer and waiting, listen to Him. Allow Him to draw near to you. Allow Him to touch you and to lavish you and to take you into scriptures, right? The best way to draw near to God is in prayer, is in the Word and scripture as well. You know, all, I, I love prayer because, you know, we see Jesus Himself. You know, He often went to lonely places to pray. The disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. So prayer is definitely one of those big ways where we get to draw near to God. And lastly, is to behold Jesus. I love Psalm 27, 4-5. David writes, One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Beholding God means looking at Jesus. And that means that wherever we go, whatever we're doing, that we're looking at Him, that the cross is before us. I was just talking to my husband, you know, I felt like recently I haven't been fixing my eyes on the cross. I feel like I haven't been rooted in His love. But I want to go back every single day, remembering what Jesus did for me, remembering His mercy, seeing the cross before me, knowing how much Jesus loves me. You know, it's so important, all these five things that I talked about, to draw near to God because, like I mentioned, life has a great way of pulling us away from the Lord. You know, Philippians 4 says, do not be anxious about anything. But how many of us can say that we've been anxious five minutes ago, an hour ago, right? Like anxiety has been on the increase, but I want to encourage you guys. The cure to anxiety is to draw near to God. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Jesus says, Come to me all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus invites us to come to him, right? Come to him. And so let's create a habit, right? Of what Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer, with supplication, bring your request to God. 
right? Prayer means we're drawing near to God. We're acknowledging Him with thanksgiving. That's also a sign of acknowledging God. Practice giving thanks in all circumstances. Jesus says in His Word that it is His will that we give thanks. Right, Philippians 4 even says, Rejoice always, for the Lord is near. And the fact that it says rejoice always and the Lord is near shows us that we can rejoice always because God is near, because He is good, because He is worthy of our praise. And again, it just takes those five things that I mentioned earlier, right? Drawing near to God, beholding His beauty, taking time to be with Him, to hear Him. All these things help us to draw near to God. And so I want to end with asking you, what is hindering you from drawing near to God? It's a simple question, but it's an important one. You know, it could be simply as social media. I have to always remind myself to stop mindlessly scrolling. You know, instead I could be using that time to get to know God. Because we have to remember that our time is so short here. And we need to fill ourselves with the word. I love what my pastor says. He says, create a reservoir of the word of God in you. So that when hard circumstances come, it's the word of God that comes out of you. You know, this is the time to focus on the Lord. And when we focus too much on entertainment and social media, it gets us in the flesh, right? Like, again, those things aren't bad, but we have to use them in moderation and wisdom and have self-control. So let the Holy Spirit help you to create boundaries in your life so that you protect yourself and that you position yourself to draw near to God. So I want to pray for you guys now. God, I thank you so much for every single person that's listening. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fill them that you would speak to them and show them what is hindering them, God, from drawing near to you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would help them to be more sensitive to your voice. Show them areas and remind them, Holy Spirit, when they're driving, when they're just cooking, when they're showering, Lord, that they could be talking with you. Holy Spirit, would you beckon in their hearts, God? Would you awaken your bride? Lord, let us be awake, not asleep like you say, God. For you are coming, God, and let us be ready. Let us make ourselves ready. Let us use our times well. Let us share the gospel to those who need to be to those who need to hear the gospel. Let us pray, God, more. Let us study you in your word. Let us give our attention to you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you show us boundaries that we need to set in our lives, things that we need to say no to? So I thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that. This has blessed you and if it has please also you know message us let us know how this has blessed you we love hearing testimonies if you're listening on the podcast on apple please write a review as well this helps us to reach more people as well all you have to do is go to our podcast um, i think it's the homepage. scroll all the way down and you can write a review and, and rate it as well and lastly if you have been blessed by this message or even other resources that we've been given please consider you know giving and supporting and being a part of what we're doing here at living revelations with helping others find god real in everyday life and so you can give at livingrevelations.com donations god bless you all and i'll talk to you guys next time bye hi my name is taylor my name is clara hi i'm kathy my name is Living revelations has so a seed in my life by just being a community. By first bringing a community that's kind of just all over the world, getting to be surrounded by such a community with like people who have like such a fire for the Lord. The Lord really put me into a place of faith and showing me what it really means to serve Him. I have been so blessed to get so close to a couple of the girls that are in the community. I grew up in the church, but I wasn't really 
living my life the way I am now for the Lord. I'm just so thankful that we're all able to pray together, worship together, read the word together, study together. Living Revelation has also helped me to zone in to the calling that God has over my life. I'm very much planted and I'm, I feel God really just um, bringing me to different uh, levels in my life. I hope that you can all also feel like the same kind of um, blessing and help through a living revelation or even through Gabby. So thank you so much. We have seen the greatest transformation in the girls we disciple through our online Bible studies. Our online Bible study is a place where we dive deep into the Word, learn how to grow our relationship with God, and build community. We have had over 140 girls from over nine countries be a part of our online Bible studies. Our podcasts have had over 16,000 downloads. Our social media posts are reaching 120,000 people weekly. Our blogs, too, have reached around 17,000 people, hitting almost every continent in the world. We are looking to raise $30,000 this coming year to produce study guides to help others study the Bible to build a team to produce more media, and to expand our online Bible studies and conferences. Our goal is to transform lives to love Jesus. You can give and partner with us today at livingrevelations.com slash donations. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.